Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. Can't get enough of your love, babe. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by String Joy. Uh, makers of string enjoy sound better play better live better just be a better person if you buy string joy. <laughs> disclaimer string joy does not actually make you a better person um but it makes you a happier person which i guess in turn makes you a better person oh well, let's go see what all they have on their website they might have something to help everybody <laughs> let's do this no i'm kidding i'm kidding no nope. already there um merch what? okay yeah, they have right, t-shirts yeah. to make you dress better and hats to make you dress better. Go to str- and koozies them. to make you drink better. Dude, the, listen, right, so I've koozies got only three dollars. Hell yeah! Yeah, I need um, one of those. The koozies are the bomb. I've got a couple of them. I've got koozies. I've got the uh, towels which I use to clean with. Oh, wait, there's or I also, yeah, there's oh, there towels. There's drink. There's. Uh, cleaner there's a ton of stuff on there if you're not buying strings there's still something you can buy do you forget your friend for christmas or what the buy a t-shirt i just heard a loud crash out of my kitchen i guess jess is making dinner all right uh, <laughs> she's not i'm taking her out actually i'm taking her out for dinner tonight so oh yeah no i've all right so uh let's see so check out strings right Go buy some strings. Tell them the effects loop sent you. That way they know that uh, they're getting their money's worth out of us. We, we pimp string joy hard. Mm-hmm. That's all I use. Not not just because like they're a sponsor, but just because they make great strings. So yeah. go check them out. Let's see what's new. All right. So with Christmas episode, we did Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about anything gear related, really. Um, did we have? Did we give our sponsor a sponsor spot on that episode? Yep, we did. Okay, good. All right, just making sure. Um, let's so, see. Cody, we need a Mandalorian pedal, dude. A flipping Mandalorian. <laughs> baby Yoda uh, pedal. <laughs> it's not Baby Yoda. It's the child. I'm sorry. That one still bugs me. Okay, Chris, what <laughs> for Christmas and all that fun stuff? Did you get anything new? Anything cool? Um, nothing gear. Did I, wait, did I get anything gear related? No, I did not get anything gear related. I got some World of Tolkien books that I'm looking forward to digging into. Uh, and our roommate got me a squirrel onesie since I do streaming and stuff, and my <laughs> handle is squirrel on there, so she got me that. <laughs> Can you and then, please put that on the Instagram? <laughs> yes. Please. Uh, I've 100% got to see you in a squirrel onesie. Oh my gosh. Um, maybe, if, maybe if we hit like seven, maybe if we hit 700 followers, you'll do a squirrel onesie. Where are we at before I agree to this? We'll do 750. Uh, I think we're at 620 something. That's 130 followers we'd have to get. That's true. That's yeah. a lot. I'm yeah, if we can get there. All right, 750. <laughs> 750 and Chris posts posts a picture of himself in a squirrel onesie. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. 
Did you get anything else? Uh, fiance got me a bunch of uh, Fallout collectibles, so I'm looking forward to digging into those and putting them out on display whenever I get in office. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Did you get anything else? That nope, that was it. I misplaced my phone. I'm kind of weird out right now. Oh, okay. While well, you tell us what's new with you, I'm going to pretend that I'm still listening and go see what my cats are getting into. <laughs> Alright, so while Chris is listening, um, I got a Stormtrooper helmet for Christmas. That was pretty cool. Uh, they have got the Black Series full-on Stormtrooper helmet where you can actually put it on and wear it, and it's got a little voice thing so you can sound like a Stormtrooper. I also got, um, I did the Inner Circle Secret Santa for 60s Cycle Hum. Uh, for all the people who support that show, they're in the Inner Circle, and we do a really cool, uh, yank, like, not a Yankee swap, we do a, a cool Secret Santa pedal gift. Um, I got a uh, Crowder Audio Hotcake. Crowther. So, Is that made by Dude Crowder? No. Did, oh, you didn't hear the first thing I said, did you? Because you, no. you ran. I got a Stormtrooper helmet. Oh, yeah, I saw you post a bunch of pictures of that. Was that the one yes. from The Mandalorian? Yeah, it's the Incinerator mm-hmm. Trooper. Um, so I've got that. I've got, I'm ready to cosplay now. Um, <laughs> because I'm going to, I figured, because it's, the colors on it, it's red and white with, with black. I could always, I figured if I don't have a full Stormtrooper outfit by the time, like, the next, like, con comes through. Uh-huh. I'm totally just going to dress up like a prom date stormtrooper <laughs> or like a red, like a nice red shirt, black tie, black pants, like a, or maybe like a red shirt, black suspenders, black pants, like a white tie or bow tie. Uh-huh. That'd be pretty cool. Um, and then I got that. I got the, I got this Donner multi effects. It's got, um, I guess I could like pick it up and look at it. It's really cool. I've got. I'm gonna do a video of it. So keep everyone keep your eyes out for that. I, it's got three different modulations. It's got chorus, flanger, phaser. It's got three different delays: um, analog delay, digital delay, and a reverse delay. The reverse delay sounds flipping cool. And also, it's great. It's got tap on the delay and tap on the modulation. And then it's got three reverbs. It's got plate, hall, and room. And those sound pretty digital sounding i'll say that much didn't have tap on the uh reverb too no it's got uh it changes the whole the tails um or you can do like a hold on it uh so it's kind of got kind of got like a freeze which is pretty cool and then um yeah that's pretty cool and then also oh the i got the bad boy I got the big one. I got a Origin Effects Cali 76 reissue of the TX Lundell compressor, which is like, that's like in the pedal world. The, I would say the Cadillac, but it's more like the Maserati. No, are those mm-hmm. really nice? Or is it a Ferrari maybe? Probably like a Ferrari of the compressor world. So that was, I had a pretty good Christmas. That was pretty pretty great so the compressor actually came in it came in the day after christmas yeah. yes child pretty cool. 
Um, no, yeah, that's what's new with me. Uh, there's, let's see, we'll move on to some gear news. We had some pretty cool stuff come out. I'm going to do it out of order. I'm going to talk about the least interesting to the most interesting. Uh, Fender Rarities, uh, which is like the uh, weird series that they've done, I guess. Is the Rarities the weird stuff? No, that's Parallel Universe. Mm, no, yeah. Rarities are like... Is it supposed to like be things the that were, I think it's supposed to be like stuff that's like custom shop, but it's not. Like they're making some of their like custom stuff more affordable, maybe. Is I don't know. This continue. I don't know. This is expensive you, for that. Is it twenty five hundred? That's yeah. Oh yeah, that's a lot for a for more affordable my ass. Okay, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just cool shit. I don't know, Chris. I don't know their fucking life. Okay. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> just had a breakdown on it. I to <laughs> all, last to day of twenty nineteen. Oh my god. Well, no, Next this will come out the first day of 2020. Okay, well, we recorded before the end of 2019, so just all the yeah. stress of 2019. <laughs> we recorded this last year. God damn, yeah. All right. Sorry. See y'all next decade, guys. <laughs> See y'all next decade, which actually isn't until 2011, or 2021, sorry, because we didn't start on the year zero. That's like Y2K wasn't the new millennium 2001 was. But... I digress. That sounds like a conspiracy theory to me. No, it's actually a big argument. <laughs> it was actually a big argument on an episode of The West Wing. I'm sure Scott knew exactly where I went with that. Um, but okay, so it, it's a it's a Fender Strat. It's a semi hollow, so it's kind of like the Eric Johnson, but it's got mm-hmm. a rosewood neck. It's got really great the oh, this mother of pearl or the pearloid. They're usually pearloid uh, on Fenders. Um. Uh, the uh, dots, the inlays. Uh, it is a HSS setup. Oh and my god, that water stamp. Oh, that is the worst. What water stamp? Where? The water slide decal? Oh, yeah, it looks rough. <sighs> um, it, well, it's, it's, I don't know why they did it like that, but it does not look great in the picture. No, if they had trimmed it down like their normal models, it might have looked okay. Yeah. That just looks bad. Mm-hmm. No, this is... but I don't know. Overall, I love the look of this guitar. I love a rosewood neck. Mm-hmm. I've been, been growing on me. I don't want one because I don't like the sound of them, but I love the look of them. I don't mm-hmm. like playing them. I'm not a big, huge fan of like... A, I don't know. Maybe I would be. Maybe if it was sanded down... What do they? What do they? How do they normally finish their rosewoods? I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I've played rosewoods that have been uh, had like lacquer or like a finish on the back. Mm-hmm. These look like these look like there isn't one actually. Yeah, this one looks pretty matte. I like it. I just can't get past that water side though. Okay. Twenty five hundred bucks. Okay, number one, two. Like I hate. I hate zebra pickups. Especially this on looks, It looks bad. That mm-hmm. looks bad. There's no other black on the guitar. Make it all make it all cream. Mm-hmm. Okay. Small little things. Things that could be changed. Uh, let's move on to the next thing. Next, we're going to be talking about uh, the EHX 2020. Or is this saying it comes out in 2020? 
No, it's called the 2020. It's, the it's 2020. coming out 2020. <laughs> or is it already out? In hindsight, would... it's probably already out. Mother effers. <laughs> you could have had it come out in 2020. Let's see. EHX 2020. Are you checking the Sweetwater? Checking AMS. Uh, Pre-order today. Let's see. I'm I'm assuming that's all going to be pre-order. Let's do Guitar... Oh, no. It's not even listed on Guitar Center's website. Good job. American Musical and Zazounds. Zazounds. It's going to um, be direct from them. Yeah. I wonder when they go on sale. Mm. Yeah. Well, hopefully in 2020. If not, you're ruining a great thing. I, Probably gonna I mean, let it, them show it off at name and then it'll be available. Yeah. But all right, so a lot of cool things about this. It's got three different modes. It's got a uh, uh well, let's see. Or it's got no, it's got more than three modes. It's got a normal one, it's got a it's got three different flat tuning modes. So you can tune on a half step, a whole step, or a minor third. So it's got four modes all together. It's got like your regular, and then you can do half step. A whole step or a minor third, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, the, oh, the accuracy is not that great. Uh, what is the accuracy, Amos? Plus or minus one cent. Like one whole cent? Yeah, isn't it? Aren't most of them like point something? That's a good Here, question. Let's look it up. Uh, with TC Electronics, let's look up the polytune. y'all doing out there i'm recording a podcast are you just Strong stepping shit. on empty water bottles that's what it sounds like they're doing I talk, I'm like, what is going on um i'm waiting someone's probably like over here yelling at their like plus or one minus one cent's not bad um half a cent on the polytune that's a polytune three. Okay, that's not horrible. It's ultra probably better than. Okay, that's for the lightning fast chromatic tuner. The ultra precise strobe tuner gives you plus or minus point zero two cents. Oh, this is on polytune. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's move to one more. Let's do the Boss Tu three. Right, I'm doing industry standards. Um, let's see the Boss Tu three. The new world standard tuner has arrived. Uh, oh, that's plus or minus one cent. So I guess one cent's not that bad. So, yeah, for, I mean, for, for 40, 30, 40 bucks. Oh, was it 40? 39. Yeah, this website's price is wrong. Which website? Uh,. Um, thirty-nine bucks on. Oh, you're right. This is thirty-nine. The MSRP on it's forty-nine dollars. Save twenty percent pre-order. I mean, that's, that's still not bad considering you buy something like a mini tuner off of Amazon for that same price. It's probably not going to yeah. be that great. I wonder. Never mind. That was. I was about to make a really stupid. I was gonna say, I wonder if these are just the, like outsourced pedals, and I was like, why would EHX do that? Seeing as they just got in a big old fight mm -hmm. <laughs> with, 
Moor. Um, so I retract that statement. <laughs> Maybe this is the agreement they came on. Came yeah, on. they're like, we'll make a tuner for you. I'm like, ah, <laughs> F it. All right. So the next thing we're going to talk about is the Mastro. The, let's see. The Mastro Valvola's Lysergic Emotions module. So it's LEM on the front. This is an insane. What the? Can you hear that? Or is it just me? I hear your kids talking in the background. Jude! Stop! You should have said, hey, Jude. I'm going to get you a sign for next Christmas that says on air that you can put outside your door. I'm, I really, I, who is it? Blake Wyland just got one. I need that. Hmm. I'm texting. So while Diaz texts, I guess I can, uh, explain what this is. This is a uh, tape echo from the brand that we tried to pronounce. That sounds like a uh, Star Wars character. Um, what what sounded really cool to me was it actually has some uh, Bit Crush, uh, I guess, modes. Uh, so it's got a low. How do they call this? Low octave shimmer ambience and a low fi spatial ambience uh, delay reverb, uh, both with bit crusher resolution. Which uh, we listened to the videos, it sounded pretty good. Uh, I was telling Diaz to uh, listening to one of the demos, it was like it's kind of turning me into a like getting more interested in tape delay versus the other thing we talked about a couple of weeks ago. But um, this guy's got wet. He's got a wet dry mix, which is I know huge for a lot of people. Yeah, um, yeah, and actually has tap, which is big for me. Well, um, one of my one of my favorite things on this was the secondary modes, or like the secondary effect. Mm-hmm. So each there's uh, all there's different modes. There's eight modes. Have you gone over this? Not that part yet. All right. So there's a reverse mode, and then knob and it controls a parameter so reverse has a vibrato lfo reverse has a vibrato lfo reverse number two which is well it's setting number three has a four point filter the multi-delay has a wow uh, our multi-head tape delay has a wow which is like a tape speed fluctuation level um the low shim the low octave shimmer ambience also has a bit crusher bit crusher resolution uh, that's oh, those really special. Oh. Those are the special. Okay, I didn't read this fully through. So okay. yeah. Okay. So the lo-fi spatial ambience delay slash reverb also has a bit crusher, um, but it has an octave up pitch. Um, the multi-head delay has uh, reverse feedback, so a percent of each repeat playing forward or reverse, and it's also got perfect perfect fifth pitch. And then the shimmer delay has a bit crusher resolution has octave up pitch. So, so one has octave down, the other has octave up. Okay. Right. That's so cool. there's really cool stuff going on. There's just, a, I mean. There is. And then four presets on top of all of it. Yeah. This is really cool. I didn't even check the price because I was just so. 
just brought into it. Like as yeah. soon as I heard it, uh, so two hundred ninety euros. So that's close to three hundred bucks, I'd say. Yeah, thereabouts. Okay. We're being joined by Ellie, giving her. Is this a stamp of approval? Yeah. Okay. You get one out of one Ellie's prize for this. Yeah. Um, but this looks really cool. I really want to play this. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really want to mess with this. I'm hoping maybe they'll be at Summer Nam. Thing is, we're not able to make it to real Nam. We just go to Party Nam. Well, I do. I don't know about you anymore. Yeah, it's only a 15 hour drive when I'm not pulling a trailer. Oh my god. How is it? How far of a drive is it for you to LA? LA. <laughs> Let me pull up a good old Google Maps. Probably thirty hours. No, it's twenty four driving from Memphis, to LA. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Maps. So which way I don't crash my computer? Okay, we're good. What do you want? Okay, apparently Ellie wants to tell the audience that she really appreciates everybody listening. To us. Oh, and our good. shenanigans. You can get a, can get a flight uh, from. The, the yeah, definitely not driving. Off. A $111 round trip? No. If you left Wednesday the 15th, came back the 19th. <laughs> so who wants to let me stay cheap? How, it, what? How the frick? Is it on a. Allegiant or whatever. From the eighth to the fourteenth, nonstop from Denver to LAX is ninety-seven dollars. A hundred and one dollars round trip. Hmm. What? No way. Here, let's see if we can find something. I'm a shoot. Let's see. It's a fifteen hour drive. So I'm you literally right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So from Knoxville to Los Angeles. Four hundred thirty-five dollars from Denver. One hundred and eleven. Hmm. If that's round trip, I might be able to toss my way into getting to go. We can get the. I mean, it's still time to get the credentials. I think we've already got the credentials. This is true, and we. Oh, the podcast can pay for it. How bad do we want to do this? <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. I'm not going. It's true. Like, you know what I mean. I'm, no offense. I, I don't have any skin in this game. I mean, <laughs> it would be great for you to go for the podcast and everything, but like, I'm not excited about it. <laughs> That's just a lot for you. Staying, my fat butt's staying in Maryville. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, uh, I wouldn't shoot. I don't care if you have the podcast to pay for the flight. Find a, find some room somewhere to step crash. Go for mm-hmm. it. So no promises, but we'll see. I don't care if you figure it, if you make it work, you make it work, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I'm at on it. Spend spend the money. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's move on to the next. So we talked about the tape. Like really cool. I thought it sounded great. There's yes. a really cool uh, demo video of what you call it? The pro guitar, the poor man. The knockoff. Off. Yeah, the knockoff pro guitar. Who who is this? Um, my, oh, it's Mike Herman. He's. Or Mike Harmon's. He does a really good. He does some really good videos. He did Pro Guitar Shop. That's why. Oh, <laughs> did he produce them or did he do them when Andy wasn't doing them? He played on them, um, on 
I don't know. Yeah, he played on the ones like because he has his, his sir in all these videos. So what yeah, you're saying are, is Andy. Um. Yeah, he's he's. I guess he probably developed them. I'd guess, and Andy probably used the same format for playing. Okay, sorry. That was. Oh. More into that. He's the OG guy. He might be. Or maybe hmm. he took over when Andy. Well, Andy didn't leave Pro Guitar it, Shop. It shut until down until it closed. Yeah. So at one point they were probably both on there. Hmm. They probably Pro Guitar Shop probably just came up with that format. Okay, so we're gonna move on to the last thing on gear news because I saw this and all I could say was, "Ugh." <laughs> all right. So SMG, which is Glenn Fricker Spectre Sound Studios, um. Is there it's any more to that out. name? Well, SMG, I don't, I don't care what it stands for. Because um, honestly, honestly, I don't care for Glenn Fricker that much. Uh, he's never going to hear this, so whatever. Um, so he came out with a... Uh, uh, what is this? A noise gate? Yep. Um, and uh, it's called the cock blocker. Which is just stupid. Um, you got it's got four inputs. You got guitar in, guitar out. Then there's the blocker in and the blocker out. Then there's a fire Wait. breathing chicken with a pentagram for an eye oh, on there. Why do you need a blocker in and out on a noise gate? Because noise gates don't work like most people. Most people just put them somewhere in their chain, right? Right. That's wrong. You're really supposed to like your boss NS2. You notice there's a it's a it's like an effects loop. Okay. You really should only run your drives through them. Uh, because mm. if you run other pedals through them, then it can uh, like if you're in delays or anything like that through them, it can ruin some of the dynamics on like your delays and stuff like when they get too low it'll just quiet them out it makes sense so you really should only run the pedals that are causing noise through that so so that way whenever they're um that way it's only silencing them and it's not silencing other pedals that require some good like good dynamics or something like right that. okay Makes sense. So, did you watch like, the video for this? No, I'm not going to. Out of sure everybody, is it Glenn Fricker yelling about something? I don't know if he's yelling because I'm just watching it. But out of everybody that went to this Gearhead University thing this last year, yeah, he picked the woman to do the demo. He what? He picked the lady that was there to do the demo. Oh, this makes it so cringy. Oh, this face. I'm going to send you a picture of this. <laughs> I hate this. All right. Um, but anywho. Anywho. But that's like also uh, the reason why you do it and you wouldn't just put it in your chain after your drives. It's because like if you're running a compressor, you don't want the noise gate to be on your compressor. Mm -hmm. So you would run the compressor. It kind of like runs it through the front of the amp pretty much. Um, but, oh yeah, that is cringy face. <laughs> Cringe face. Okay. 
Uh, you got the perfect pause face going on. There. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's just. How about we just stop naming pedal stupid crap? Like way huge did it. Like with Aquapus and all this stuff, and it's kind of like, huh, 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 like swollen pickle. Like ha ha, snicker snicker. But just stop. Just say no to cockblocker pedals. Um, Perfect, right? I just, yeah, I don't know. That's like this with the the pee melter and the uh, just like like why do we have to? Why can't we just evolve? That was gonna be my question of why we can't just be better. Just let's just be better. Like, granted, there's always gonna be idiots in every like. But let's not give them a platform. Uh-huh. That's like voting. That's like voting for a guy who's in the W, like who wrestled on, did like you know, was on a wrestling show at one point and a reality show, telling people they're fired or electing that guy president. It's just bad decisions, people. Stop mm-hmm. it. Sorry, I didn't mean to get political there. But all right, speaking of, well, not speaking of political. Right. All right. So this episode's dropping on the new year. Happy New Year, everybody! Uh, one of the big things that we see is people have like New Year resolutions. I've never been a New Year resolution person. I just I haven't. But this year, I just I was sitting around. And I was thinking to myself. I said, "Self, we need to start doing this more often." So I was like, "You know what? I'm going to do a New Year resolution." And my New Year resolution is I want to start writing more songs. Well, I knew, I want to start writing songs, period. I wrote songs when I was like a teenager. And I, I'm just, I'm a very self, I, I analyze anything I do and I'm very critical about it. Mm-hmm. So like anytime I write anything, I just throw it away. Cause I'm like, this sucks. This is crap. And instead of like, em, instead of embracing it and like building off of it or doing something like that, I just, I just shut down and I'm like, no, I'm, I can't do this. So my goal this year and my new year's resolution is to write more music. I want to have, like 10 songs by the end of the year that I can perform. I feel like that's a... That should be a pretty good one. Yeah. And then the, then there's the people of like gear res- resolutions. Um, I figure I don't have any gear resolutions this year. Maybe stop buying so much crap? Nah. Nah. Get my family out of crippling debt instead of buying expensive compressors uh that was an investment and you know it oh my it really is (laughs) adam dolhanik who's a friend from the internet and he i think he's he's been on our show before hasn't he he may have when i haven't been able to make it yeah i think that's what happened adam dolhanik was on the show one time and uh once or twice and uh he has the compressor, he has the reissue, and he has the original. So he's going to create the market. That's what I told him. I said, forget, like, cornering the market. Just make the market. Mm-hmm. He's going to he's gonna sell those originals. They're going to be like, oh, better than those reissues. And $1,500 for it. Right. <laughs> see that. I want to see that happen. That, and I want to get, I want to get my storm, I want a stormtrooper outfit. That's, I want, that's a New Year resolution. Will trade compressor for stormtrooper outfit. I, you know what? I would, but it has to be movie quality. Like I'm none of this like, none of this like, cheap crap. I want I want mm-hmm. movie quality. 
But what uh, what's what new year resolutions you got this year? Uh, I definitely want to write too, but I also just want to be able to like play more because this last year I don't think yeah I haven't played out anywhere. Probably sold a lot more gear than I bought. So I want to guess plateau at least <laughs> in the gear in the gear realm. Um, if not, if anything, I need to get a good amp because I'm currently just using a little five watt solid state. Um, there's there's uh, rumors that they're coming out with a new Kemper. Hmm. It's potential. Uh, so yeah, play play out more, just play more in general, and actually sit down and write stuff because I started writing something before I moved, but. I have I've barely touched it since we got here. Yeah. So. What? That should be fun. Here's a here. All right, we're gonna do a quick little questionnaire. We're gonna do one of those uh, get to know your host section. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, what was your first concert? Ooh, uh, Keith Urban. The what was it? Love and the whole crazy thing world tour or something like that. I have no idea. Uh, my first concert that I can remember was Loretta Lynn, the coal miner's daughter. Oh, wow. Yeah, my uh, my uncle Mark played drums for her on tour. It's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, what was your last concert? Hmm. Did I do one this year? I don't know. I would have talked about it on the show if I did. I can't remember my last concert. Was Goo Goo Dolls this year for you? Or is that last year? That was, I don't know. Matchbox 20 was the last one I can remember seeing. U2 is the last one I remember seeing, but I feel like I did something since then. That's pretty bad. Um, that we can't. <laughs> right. Uh, what was. Well, let's see. Maybe that was the last. Oh, let me go to my Instagram and see what the last concert post I did was. Oh my gosh. <laughs> not a bad idea. What was the best concert you went to? Ooh. As many times as I've seen YouTube. I've still got to say um, Trans-Siberian Orchestra has put on much better production. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. That's a good yeah. answer. Mm-hmm. Good answer. <laughs> um, I can talk, I could talk about other things other than YouTube. My best concert? That I feel like that would have to be like... my best. The best concert I've seen production-wise was probably... You know, I know my best. You know, never mind. All around Foo Fighters, best concert. Yeah. I I would feel like Dave Grohl would be a a little anal about like sound quality and stuff. And that's why I couldn't say U2 is because it was always so loud that every thing just seemed distorted most of the time coming through the speakers. So, what artists have you seen the most in concert? I know mine. Mine's Breaking Benjamin. It's probably a tie for you two and Trans Siberian because I feel like I've been to both three times. Uh, what was the most fun concert you've been to? 
Trans-Siberian. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Like, I've, only to, I've only been to two concerts. Gosh. I've been to three, uh, thank you. Uh, my most fun concert was probably... I saw um, Seven Dust New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And it was at the Hard Rock in Orlando, Florida. And it was absolutely insane um just it was constant mosh pit pretty much like and we were high schoolers mm-hmm. and we're in this giant like at that point seven dust was for like 25 year old like men and we're just right. like these like 17 year old kids in here getting <laughs> squashed and destroyed like afterwards they were handing out water bottles because everyone was so dehydrated like, <laughs> we're at disney that should be 20 dollar water bottle no they're just giving them out they're like well you guys like like we're not calling an ambulance tonight. People drink water. Um, that that was really fun. And then I'd have to say that one was up there with. Uh, oh, dang it! I just had it. How did my brain like shut off? Uh, oh, so flashback to two thousand and six. Uh, I just turned. It was it was in September. It was September. You know, listen. It was September 25th, 2006. Our, my friend Hunter Harwell, who was the singer in my band at the time, uh, our band name was Nostos. Don't ask. I didn't pick it. <laughs> it was, it's some sort of Latin word for like water or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, we, get, we take his mom's truck. We drive. We're seven, I'm, I just turned 18 two days ago. I was finally able to buy a pack of cigarettes legally. Which I'm not not anymore. Not, not anymore. But we we hop in his mom's truck. We drive it to Atlanta, and we see this is the concert lineup. Headlining is Stained. Then there's Three Days Grace, Breaking Benjamin, Crossfade, Hinder, Dropping Daylight, Blackstone Cherry, and I think that's it. Hmm. I think there was one more band, but it was like the ultimate in like alt rock at the time. Right, and I mean the only thing that would have like finished it is if Limp Biscuit was there, um, hmm. which Fred Durst actually did come on and and do a song. So uh, he did that a song with Stained. Um, and funny fact, all three of those bands had songs that were called Home. <laughs> did they all play them that night? Breaking Benjamin did not play their song Home because that was off their, their first album. That's off Saturate, and it wasn't a really big hit. But it's a great song. Um, but we went there and we ended up smoking a lot of weed because it was uh, at the Hi-Fi Buys Amphitheater, which is now something else, which I've been to that. Co- that's where I saw Matchbox 20. And it was legit one of the like craziest concerts. Like people, the, the most interesting part was whenever Hinder came on and played the song Lips of an Angel. Mm-hmm. Which, if anyone knows what that song is about, it's a horrible song that's about cheating. Mm-hmm. Literally about a guy telling a girl how he's right next to his girlfriend, but he wants to be with her. And to see all these, like, girls, young women, and, like, just women in general singing in the song at the top of their lungs was making me die laughing. Because <laughs> I'm like, the song is about cheating. It's like... yeah. So, like, either you're, like, cheating on your guy or you just don't know what the song's about. So that was interesting. That was a great one, too. All right, let's get moving. Oh, um, there the other woman. 
Or they, they might. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you to how? Uh, most astonishing concert. What's the difference? I'm, I'm so confused. What's the difference between most astonishing and best? Uh, I mean, I guess astonishing could do like. Is that like jaw dropping? Like. The, yeah, like the flash of like the production and not like the overall quality. Like you were just there with like your mouth wide open, like oh my gosh! This is yeah, like there's so much mine going would on. Be, mine would have to be Nine Inch Nails. That was a great one. That was astonishing. Hmm. That was a great concert. What about you? Yeah, this, this is just showing how little concerts actually came to Memphis. It's still, Trans Siberian Orchestra. So. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. But it's a great. The, it's a great concert. I've seen them live. It, yeah. It, it it really is. It's really good. It's very well done. Um, it's but thankfully, quiet, though. Every time I've seen them, it's like so quiet. And I understand that like they're average. Like I'm like a lot of people who go see it are like white haired like ninety somethings. Like because they're just well not that don't old. listen to metal any other season yeah. of their life except for Christmas. Billy, yeah. this is great. <laughs> I don't even have to wear my earplugs. But maybe so that's what's making it. Maybe that's what makes it enjoyable. Because like the U two concerts weren't that enjoyable. Because like until your ears adjust, you're just kind of sitting there like this sucks. I can't hear anything. It all sounds distorted. It's, it's now I'm just kind of here. Concert, some of those concerts are supposed to be that way. You're supposed to like you just you want to feel the, like the bass hitting your chest. Like, Go down my... like 10 dB. You can still no. feel it. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't even hear what was going on at a Godsmack concert. But when Sully Erna said he wanted to see every MFR from this side of the stadium, or not the stadium, but from this side of the room to every MFR on that side of the room, go nuts. Uh, mm. Yeah, we went nuts. That's all you could hear. And it was craziness. Makes sense. Um, what was the song that I'm doing the best I ever did? go away dude that was killer i'm getting pumped just my heart's beating fast just thinking about it uh let's see most astonishing concert all right loudest concert yes okay loudest concert for me would have to be ingve malmstein at the saint pete theater which is this very small venue like i'm talking about maybe seats like 150 standing room Wow. Itty bitty place. And he still brought all his marshals out. Maybe, maybe, maybe like 300. Okay, 300 max. This place is tiny. And we went to Bennigan's afterwards. So this was like 2005. I think it was right around the time. I don't know if Rising Force was that album. Um, but uh, it, he came out and it was just. Ear piercing, ear uh, piercing, amazingness, uh, like just for real. I don't mm-hmm. understand how you. Uh, not rising force. That wasn't the album. What was it called? Uh, I'm gonna look it up because it's gonna bug me. Unleash the fury. Did I say mm-hmm. unleash the fury at first? I don't know. I was no. Like, no, I didn't. So it was Unleashed the Fury. It was 2005. Um, and we went to Benning's afterwards and we couldn't talk to each other. We couldn't. <laughs> like, no joke. The lady came to order and we had to write down our order. We couldn't hear. 
Wow. She, she like honestly thought we were deaf, and we're like, no, we just came from a call. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting wow. for her to like do sign language, and we're like, no, <laughs> that's not the problem. Like, uh -huh. that that's not the issue going on right now. Uh, hmm. let's see. This is actually a fun list. Um, most disappointing concert. You too. I can tell you the most disappointing thing that's ever happened at a concert for me. Okay, go with that. Well, so th the entire concert itself was amazing in the sense of it was Counting Crows and Matchbox 20. Matchbox 20, phenomenal. From the t top of the show, bottom of the show, never missed a beat, on point, fantastic. Counting Crows, freaking sucked they didn't even play mr jones that's their hit mm -hmm. that's freaking it like they didn't do that they didn't actually didn't do accidentally in love from shrek but i can understand why they wouldn't want to do that one mm -hmm. but mr jones was your hit that's what got you on the freaking map play the damn song <laughs> didn't play it like everyone turned around afterwards we're like kind of like what right like that it's like what that was it no it'd be like i don't know how to explain it I feel like if like everyone talked about sex forever and then you had it and you're just like that was horrible that's what it was it was like really that's what everyone talked about county crows are supposed to be great they didn't even play mr jones this is let down i'm gonna go take i'm just gonna go play mr jones by myself <laughs> um <laughs> it's a it's better when i do it uh, but yeah, that was, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, um, pretty much it. Uh, let's see. What was your most disappointing concert? Probably was you two. Uh, Everything else I've enjoyed, but it's like after the first few minutes, it's just like meh. I remember you were just yeah, you were very disappointed when you talked about that the last YouTube concert you went to. You're like mm -hmm. it was just loud, like it was like a like muddled sound. Yeah, it, it was not enjoyable. But uh, one thing I have enjoyed about being here is that there's a lot more shows coming through Denver. So mm -hmm. I've already got like Eric Johnson. I'm lined up to go see him. Uh, Green Day, Weezer, and Fall Out Boy are coming here. Um, I saw Fall Out Boy. That was probably one of the most surprising. Oh yeah, I forgot I saw them on back in 2012. Oh, I saw them back in like 2000, 2007, uh, maybe so, like, 2008. OG Fall Out Boy. Dude, this is OG. This is like right whenever they <laughs> beat it. right when they did beat it. Uh -huh. Like like old school. Um, this is before any other other crap. Uh, and, uh, cause I like OG Fallout Boy. I really do. Mm -hmm. I didn't even pay to go see him. This girl, uh, that I was kind of seeing at the time won tickets. To go mm -hmm. see. She's like, you want to go see Fallout Boy? And I did not like Fallout Boy at the time. It's like, no. She's like, come on, it's free. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll go. And that was actually pretty cool. I saw Fallout Boy. That was, a, that was probably one of the most surprising shows I've been to. Yeah, I think I, I remember enjoying that. I just don't remember who was with them. I don't think it was Panic at the Disco, because I feel like they might have been a little bigger at the time. When I because this was at oh, an amphitheater. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Panic at the Disco was pretty big back then. 
Mm -hmm. uh, they've made a really big resurgence. Like I, they died down for a minute, and then now, like even my kids love Panic. Mm -hmm. Um, but let's see, who had, who do you wish you had would have seen? Is this anything within the last decade? I'd say anything, any, yeah, anything within the past like twenty years. Oh, I forgot I went to Bon Jovi. That was actually pretty cool because I was uh, Phil X was playing. Cause, That's not uh, Bon Jovi then. <laughs> well, this was in the middle of Richie's whole rehab thing. Yeah. I've got two. I would love to. I wish I would have seen Tom Petty. Okay. And and, and one that's kind of random, but I would love to have seen live as Joe Cocker. Hmm. I kind of wish I had gone to the Elton John show that had come through this this year. Yeah. But I, I feel like tickets were like way too expensive. That's probably why I didn't even like look. <laughs> oh yeah, they were insane because they he's coming to Knoxville. Mm hmm. And it, they're absolutely insane. They, they like a crash Ticketmaster. That's like. <laughs> Garth Brooks, like, they completely crashed Ticketmaster. Doesn't surprise like, me. Every time you'd add a ticket to buy, it would, like, disappear. Yeah, that's the same way it is when we tried to buy tickets for Hamilton, because they were only in town for a week. Mm -hmm. And everybody and their mom wanted tickets. Like, we almost didn't get tickets. And we ended up setting up in the very tippy-top of the theater. Yeah. Okay. Uh, were we? Did you answer yours? Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll stick with Elton John because I feel like I see. That just goes back to show like Memphis didn't get much. Like I was almost surprised that we even got Elton John to come through to yeah. Memphis. Dang! I lost the list. Good oh, job. It is. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. All right, I'm gonna add one last one, only because I know my answer is absolutely ridiculous. Who have you seen live that would shock our listeners? Is Tommy Emmanuel shocking enough? No. <laughs> I want to see Tommy Emmanuel. Uh, He's coming I, to town not long ago. I, I guess the Keith Urban probably would have been the shocker then. Yeah. Everything else I talk about is like punk this, punk that, or rock this, and then throw this country curveball. All right. <laughs> 13 year old Diaz. I've got an aunt who works for Verizon. She was an upper person in Verizon at the time. And so I'm from the Tampa area, and Verizon has headquarters in Tampa. Well, they mm -hmm. also have box seats to uh, the St. Pete Times Forum or whatever it's called now. Well, my aunt and all of her wisdom thought the best present for a 13-year-old boy is to go see Christina Aguilera and Destiny's Child. <clears throat> I hit puberty like a brick wall that day. <laughs> I had binoculars. <laughs> I, I found out what a girl wants. <laughs> it was me. No, but like so but the cool the weird thing is as as an adult and as a, I'd say seasoned musician, um, or just 
I've been around music my entire life and I've learned to appreciate all styles and all types and just appreciate great musicianship mm-hmm. but no matter what form it comes in. Christina Aguilera is fantastic. She's got an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a, an excellent entertainer. She's been around. She's been relevant for how long? And then you've got, Destiny, you got Destiny's Child, which had Beyonce and even uh, Kelly Rowland uh, was kind of famous in her own. Well, she was famous in her own. And then there was the other girl, which I don't think anyone really remembers. Um, but then there's, I mean, there's Beyonce. Beyonce always. I mean, come on. If you like it, then you should put a ring on it. Oh, 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 oh. But, um, let's see. Anywho. I don't feel like that's that shocking. But, what concert did you go to under your own will and power? Like, you bought your own tickets. That would be shocking. Um,. I feel like Pink Floyd tribute bands would not be shocking enough. Oh. Goo Goo Dolls is kind of there because they, they've become kind of mom rock. Haven't uh, they always been mom rock? I, yeah. <laughs> um, gosh. Now that's really challenging. Most, like, something that would shock the people that listen. Uh. I don't know if it would shock people, but it definitely is an out of kind of out of character. I did buy tickets to see Victor Wooten when I was like 16. I don't know if it's mm. way out there. Were you playing bass at the time? No. Okay. Didn't make I just that. appreciate him. I think Ingve Malmsteen kind of would throw some of our listeners off. Like, I really don't put off the whole neoclassical shred thing. Yeah. Uh, I would I'd probably, go with that one. I'd probably go up there and say that one. Ooh! I've got it. Cheryl Crow. That's an interesting one, too. Okay, yes. <laughs> that you bought under your own will and went to. Well, well, it was or, Cheryl Crow and John Mayer. And at the time... Hold on. And at the time... John Mayer is probably not, enough. I, John at the time, John Mayer was not as like cool as he was as he kind of is now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This was right. This is he was touring to support Continuum. So this is still bubblegum John Mayer before Continuum like was real big. Okay. So that's up there. Uh, maybe Chicago and Earth, Wind, and Fire. No, that's not surprising at all. No, because like when I was looking through Ticketmaster to see what all was coming out here, I think Chicago was coming. There was a couple of other like oldies, and I was like, I kind of want to go just to say that I went to one of their concerts. You went to whose concerts? No, like Chicago, I think is coming to Denver. Yeah, I'd want to see Chicago. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, so it's one of those things. Like, I want to be able to say I went and saw. Somebody like classic like that. Yeah, but F you, Peter Cetera. That's wait, That's is that the guy? Who, no, Peter Cetera is the guy who left. He's the bass player, oh. and he had he's the guy who had the really high voice. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking um, Journey. But oh yeah, that's Steve Perry. But uh, no, Peter Cetera is like, he left and he became a solo artist. And he just wrote like really pop ballady douchey stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, I mean, Chicago, if you listen to like some old school Chicago, like Chicago two is prime example of, of just like the epitome of they got songs that are musical interludes. I mean, entire movements and all this stuff in Peter Cetera was in that and he did that, but then he just kind of left. Um, so he was there for like one album and then just dipped pretty much. So Chicago two <laughs> has, no, no, he was there for, you know, he was there for a while okay. and they ended up like kicking him out because he used to be a jerk. But Chicago 2 is a fantastic album from beginning to end. It's got songs like 25 or 6 to 4, uh, Make Me Smile. Um, let's see. There's See, it's got It Better End Soon. There's a first, second, third, and fourth movement. Interesting. And there's like a there's a prelude, AM morning, PM morning. It's, a, it's an entire concept album, pretty much. Hmm. Um, and then it's got... I mean, it's just great. And, but whatever. Okay, so thanks for joining us for a rant about Chicago for some reason. <laughs> um, I, just, I feel very passionate about Chicago. And no, I'm not talking about the city. But let's... Uh, thanks, I had to go back. Thanks to Stringjoy again for sponsoring us. Go check them out, eh? Stringjoy.com. Sound better, play better, eh? And then... Uh, what? They, they could be Canadian. We just lost all our Canadian listeners. All half of them. Scott. Uh, <laughs> no, just, no, we need to start just doing the, the Canadian voices from uh, uh, Letterkenny. Hit, hit her patter. Let's get at her. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, so, thank you, Stringjoy. Stringjoy.com. And also, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash the effects. So, you can go join our group, facebook.com slash group slash the effects. Also, you can find us on YouTube. Check out our Instagram at the effects loop. If we get to 750 followers, Chris is going to post a picture of himself wearing a squirrel onesie. And we might not want to see it, but we have to see it. <laughs> and then, uh, find us on LinkedIn. I'm still waiting for Scott to put us on LinkedIn. Uh, you can also, if you want us to, I mean, if you want to give us suggestions for topics, if you want to just tell us that we need to stop doing this show, give it up, move back home with our parents and try again. The effects of the gmail.com, you can hear this there. We actually te- check that quite a bit. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Yep, thanks. Oh, happy new year. Bye. And Merry Christmas. Right? Fel- Feliz Navidad. <laughs>